All right, everybody, we are back for another edition of The Crew NYC, as we're known this year, episode three, getting started. I'm your girl, Josina Anderson. We are joined by Morris Chestnut and not Fred Smoot on the other side. We think he's still sleeping in the bed. I don't know, curled up, or maybe it's because he didn't want to get smashed by Morris Chestnut as far as that NFC East talk, but that's okay. That's okay. We still have a full show for you because guess who is in the building? Bucks linebacker Devin White to talk to us fresh off of that 20 to 10 victory over the Saints. That controversy of the freakest, not the brawl against the division rival Saints and Mike Evans, Bucks wide receiver, getting suspended. What does he have to say all about that in his comments uh, about Jameis Winston? I'm sure it's going to be very, very insightful. But no doubt about it, uh, we have a great show. I want to make sure that you know that we drop our podcast on Tuesday early afternoon. And then our in-person show, uh, Shot in Brooklyn, we dropped that on Fridays, even though I think we're going to move it to Thursdays. But just stay tuned for that. Make sure you're paying attention to all of our socials. So whatever. The point is, is that you got to go to thecrewnyc.com. It's the easy URL that will get you to our YouTube page. And I also want to give a special shout out to Tickercom. At Tickercom on Twitter, they provided these nice sports tickers for my studio. So if you want one of these, it's pretty awesome. You just you just plug it in, and then it shows you the sports scores just like that. If you get the sports ticket, so pretty cool, right? But let's get to the other side with the crew call. <laughs> Now we can go ahead and bring in Morris Chestnut. You might notice that yep, Fred Wood yep. is not here, but we'll yep, get to that. Yep. Morris, well, uh, go, go ahead. How are you doing yep, yep. this morning? How are you doing? I'm good. You know what? Let mm. me tell you something. If I was mm. Fred, I wouldn't show up this morning either. I mean, Fred... <laughs> The commanders, you know, he was talking about last week that the uh-huh. that the Eagles only beat the Lions, and then they went down there. To, him and the commanders went down there, got smacked, uh, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then the Eagles won last night in a very very impressive fashion. Mm. So if I was Fred, I wouldn't show up today. He's still asleep. You know, I don't know. We're, I, we're doing the I, show a little bit earlier today because Morris has got a a, a a Hollywood thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got some you know, stuff you, to do. But you, listen, you got some business out there. So okay. I got some business. I got some business. <laughs> I got to take care of. I got a little bit of business. Uh-huh. But yeah, Fred, Fred, you know, like I said, if I was Fred, I'd be sleeping in. He's probably, I don't know, man. He's probably, <laughs> you know, all curled up in the fetal position. Uh-huh. Can't even understand what's happening to my team, the commanders. Oh, okay. We got smack and then the oh. Eagles won you know they, oh. they, that's that's what he's doing but it's all good okay. Eagles won last night Eagles won last night so let's get yeah. right to it let's get right to that Morris, 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 Morris. Yo, yo. Your Eagles, I have yo. to say, as painful as this yo. is, what, what, what are you? You what are you? What are you? What is his name? Jeezy? Jeezy? Yo. Yo. <laughs> I can't even say it right. Okay, okay. Yo. So, so your Eagles yeah. last night right, went right, right. twenty-four to seven. Uh, Jalen Hurts yeah. had three hundred and one total yards in the first half, a breakout uh-huh. game of his young career. But before you right. go off on Jalen Hurts and how you were co-signing on him the whole time, I do right. remember you easing off last year, saying you needed more time, you needed more time. So are you ready to anoint Jalen Hurts now? So I've always been the person I just call it like I see it. 
Oh, okay. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just how I see it. Mm. Um, and last year, um, you know, we were Jalen was a little bit challenged. You know, we, we had to switch to the running game. We wanted to have a passing scheme, I think, and I think they think they switched it to a running scheme. Uh, and then I think this year, I mean, mm. Jalen is sitting in the pocket a little bit longer. He's reading. Last night, he sliced and diced the Vikings up. I mean, you know, they were sitting in the soft shell zone. And he was just, he was extremely accurate, made excellent decisions, had a lot of passes, you know, a couple of passes that were called back because of penalties oh. uh, or, his, or his numbers would have been even better than that. So, yeah, I mean, I have to say, look, Jalen did his thing last night, last night. And look, it's, it's one game. Uh, well, two, because he, he played well last week, too. It's one game. But I think I think Jalen looks like he, he he could be the truth. Oh, so dun, 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 dun. we are re- yeah. we are you are you crowning him? Are you crowning him? Well, um, listen, I let me just say this: I've always rooted for Jason. Oh, I mean, Lord, I, I, Here we I, go. No, no, seriously, I've always rooted for Jalen. I want Jalen to be our starting quarterback, but I just know that the organization they really it didn't feel as if they were 100 percent sure that he was the guy. And neither were you. Like, and neither were you. And neither were you. And neither were yeah no. Neither yeah, yeah, was okay, I. Okay, okay. yeah, neither was I. Neither was I because uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, hey, he 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 he. Hey, I would love for him to prove me wrong. He did that last night. He went up there. He showed up, showed out, and put his foot all up in the Vikings. I mean, and very 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 interesting. I mean, he he also had 50 yards rushing and 250 yards passing in the first yeah. half alone. It's like he yeah. came out there, knew the bright lights were on and he was going to deliver a message. He called all of the receivers Batman because, you know, they said there's no Robins on the team. And how about your boy? We we can't, we you, I'm sure you got to talk about Big Slay. Big Slay. Big, big Slay. Yeah. He looked Big like he took a couple Slay. things personal with how Justin big, Jefferson came up in it came up in the link last some. night. Okay. Big play. Play Slay came up, and I think he was the one that mentioned that they were all Superman. But here's mm. the thing, mm. you know, oh, I, yes, that I was mean, true. You're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. It was big play, right? Yeah. So big play. He he played big last night. I mean, he mm. stepped up to the challenge. It was a it was a very intense game. Um, all eyes were on these two teams. A lot of people, a lot of people were picking the Vikings to to win the game last mm. night in in our house. Are you, are you clapping back? Are you clapping back? Well, hey, you know, I mean, listen, listen, okay. this is the NFL, right? Okay. I mean, so you got to, you know, so so they took it personal and I'm glad they did. You know, defense, they gave up a lot of the defense was leaking last week against Detroit. You know, we mm-hmm. got a big lead, then they started leaking. So I think they wanted to come out. They wanted to make a statement. And I think they made a statement. Big play Slay he had two interceptions. He could have had five. You know, mm. he was he was all over the place. Kirk Cousins. I don't I don't know. Kirk Cousins. We'll, we'll get to that. Justin okay. Jefferson. 48, just 48 receiving yards after a yeah. huge game. Uh, he had 184 when they opened up against Green Bay. You know, we talked about who was going to be the best wide We'll get to that. But I'm just big, – Big Slay took care of business. Big Play Slay definitely took care of business. You know, he stepped up to the challenge. And it was a great de- defensive scheme uh, by the coordinator. Uh, uh, I think it's Gannon. Gannon. Um, mm-hmm. Gannon, yeah. Great defensive scheme because, you know, they held Cook – to a very, very low average. I don't know, maybe they had like 20, 30 yards. I don't even know how many yards uh, Dalvin Cook had. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Thielen was, you know, was relatively, he had relatively no impact. I mean, he had a couple of first downs, but, you know, he, he wasn't that don't get Don't get too sauced on your defense. We, no, no, relatively no, no, no hey, impact. No, no, look, you got to call it like a oh. see it. Oh, and okay. The defense <laughs> balled out last night. The defense okay. balled out. Every okay. time and every single time the Vikings had a chance, to, to, to swing Miss Momentum back into their favor, 
you know, the, the defense stepped up and they uh, they made it happen. So it, here we go, because you wanted to talk about Kirk Cousins. So my question is, yeah. are the social yeah, yeah. media critics being too hard on Kirk Cousins? Obviously, he had a tremendous game uh, week right. one. He fell to 2-10 and ten, uh, straight up and against the spread on Monday Night Football as a starting quarterback. But right. I, I, he finished the game 27-46, 221. The, the, the three interceptions, Morris. The three interceptions. Listen, so I'm, the one thing I love about the NFL, but I oh, always Lord. keep it in check. Mm. I love everything. Is like after every single game means so much. So mm. people's uh, views and opinions they sway after every single game. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to look at the full picture. Um, Kirk Cousins had a bad game last night. Mm. Straight up, mm -hmm. straight up. I mean, when the Eagles put pressure on him. He was just throwing the ball up to Justin Jefferson. I mean, I so what happened? Things. What is happening? What is happening when the lights are bright? I mean, is it is it is it a mental block at this at this point? I wouldn't say that. I would say that. Uh, listen, maybe it maybe it is somewhat mental, right? Because you, you you're two for ten. I think it however, is. I mean, I, I do think however, it is a mental block with the record. It could be a mental yeah. block. People mentioning it now, and maybe that's a little bit in his head. However, but you gotta understand. I mean, most of the time, if you're playing on Monday Night Football, you have some you have some really good teams. I mean, they're not putting the bottom of the league teams. Morris, everybody plays Night against football. good teams all the time. It it listen. Uh, first of all, right. I I, my, I just want to answer this, but I don't think the the critics should be too hard on on right. Kirk. I think you know there's only uh, so many like really good you know quarterbacks in the league and 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 quarterbacks that are really serviceable. And I think and I think Kirk Cousins is in the in, in the above tier. I agree. I think, I think I think he's yeah. a top. He's a, in the in the NFC. I think he's a top four quarterback, top four or five quarterback in the, in the NFC. NFC. What in what the is this about the league? Ah um, man, that's tough. I mean, when you go to the AFC, you're talking. Is you he know, 15, 16, and above? Oh, I, I think he's. I think in the top half. Oh, without a doubt. So he's yeah. And it's thirty. I mean, it's thirty two quarterbacks, and and when you're talking about the world in terms of the people who can play this position, so. Uh, I just think it as a former athlete myself, because only one of us is a D1 athlete. As a former athlete? <laughs> I mean, only one of us is a D1 athlete on this show right now. They had, they had, right they had, had basketball weaving? Was basketball weaving? No, no, no. Track and field, school? Carolina Tar Heel. So what I'm saying is I can understand how mentally, you know, it you could be difficult. No, no, no. You, I, I can understand how you're mentally it could be difficult you know, once something is in your head and you revert, you know, I, I just right. don't know. There were a couple of times I saw him drop back and just let the ball loose. And I mean, you know, the, the, the receiver wasn't even looking yet and, and, and Slay is right. in the area. So I, I just don't know. I, you um, know, listen, hopefully they, he can rebound. I think, I think their whole offense was out of sync last night. The whole mm. offense was, I mean, Dalvin could, couldn't get, couldn't get going. And quite mm. frankly, I mean, the, the receivers did a couple of the tight ends. They were dropping passes. He got into a rhythm. Right. And uh, I'm not making excuses for him. But you still have quarterback to overcome those types of things. But I think it was a team effort by the Vikings last night. I, you know, the, the, the wins and losses go on the quarterback. But I think, you know, definitely the receivers didn't do it, didn't um, help them out, you know, as, as well as they could have. OK, well, let's move on. What is going on uh, with the Titans? The Bills win 41 to 7, which I mean is the obvious thing to talk about. They're dominating. We know that. Yep. But perhaps the even bigger headline here, Morris, is the fact that the Titans are starting off 0-2. Ryan Tannehill, yes. 11 for 20, which is not terrible. I mean, it's just not a lot of attempts, but 11 for 20, mm -hmm. the actual ratio. Zero touchdowns, two mm -hmm. interceptions, a 32.7 rating, and right. got benched for Malik 
Willis? Is is it on? Is it on Tannehill? Are, are, are is the team getting tired of Mike Rabel's? You know words and stature as a head coach, you know, cause sometimes the, it goes a little dull after a while. Is that it? Well, so, so what you have here is, you know, I have to put the organization is at fault here as well. Um, I don't believe that uh, Ryan Tannehill was the type of quarterback that can just hop on the field. Like he's not like a Brady. There are very few time Brady's where you can come on and you can, you can make receivers who go somewhere else and play somewhere else. You can just make them all-stars and pro bowlers and hall of famers. If you talk about, you know, a couple of players that Tom Brady played with, but I don't think Ryan Tannehill can overcome the loss of an AJ Brown. You know, AJ Brown was, was, they let go of AJ Brown. They thought they were going to do the right thing and they were going to let AJ go and they, they drafted, um, the receiver in the first round, but Traylon I don't think Burks. that they can over Traylon Burks. They drafted Traylon Burks. I don't think that they can. He can overcome that. And um, as well as they lost one of the best defensive players, this team is out of sync right now. This team, they, 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 they need some help. But you know, here's the interesting thing that I was thinking about too when it comes to that. Like, oh. pay people, Morris. Pay people. Pay people. Just right. AJ Brown was asking for his money. How many times have right. we been in our careers where we have felt like not just up the people, you people out there in the universe where you know you bring a value. And when it comes time to cut the check, everyone to be what I was saying was what had happened was, and we what come back was, at yeah. another time. And then now right. look at it. And then and then in training camp, Traylon Burks was having problems, I believe, with the headaches or the migraines or something like that that was going on. And 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 we're not. And obviously, look, people need time to develop into who they are. But I mean, AJ Brown, y'all, and 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 now he's on the on the team that's two and zero, and y'all are zero and two. Well, you know, last year they had AJ Brown and Julio Jones. They are both mm. gone now, and they replaced him with a rookie. And I'm not sure who else. Uh, they did have. I think they do have Robert Woods, who's a very, very mm -hmm. solid receiver. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you know, you need weapons in the league. You know, you need weapons, especially for that type of offense. I mean, they're a run-based offense, and the problem that I've always, well, everyone always says, with a run-based offense is once you get behind. Mm. It can, it's, it's almost like a, a boulder rolling downhill. You just can't. It's, it's really hard to get back in the game and stop the other team, you know, because now you now you're you know, you your offense is based on run and play action. If you don't keep the game close, it's going to be tough to, to win that game. But Morris, it's not just a run based offense. I mean, it, it yeah. is the guy with Derrick Henry, who's a two time rushing champ. I mean, it's not just any run based offense. It is Derrick the King Henry. And then I think what this guy last night, let me see, what, what do my notes say? Derrick Henry last night had 13 carries for 25 rushing yards. Yeah, see, once you're, you're not, if you're not worried about any receivers running by you, if you're not really worried about you can, you can, um, you can commit the more resources in the box, yeah, to stop mm -hmm. the run. Mm -hmm. Load the box, you stop the run, commit more resources to stop the run. And, you know, once you neutralize that and you put them in a must-pass position when you're not a passing team, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just it just it just benefits the, the, the opposing team. Well, I think Mike Rabel said it best, quote, we got our butts kicks plain and simple. That's that's kind of what happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that's the that's the master of the obvious. Mm -hmm. So should we should we book the bills to the bowl? I mean, uh, or, or, or I don't know if you have your Eagles. You know what I'm saying, or or, or whatever else. But... No, no, I don't have the Eagles. But okay. I think the the Bills, the way they lost last year, I think mm. they've come back with a vengeance and really hungry. Yeah, like the and, Carolina Tar Heels uh, did after they lost and then came back and won it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
basketball, who? college basketball. College, I'm just saying, after we the, lost the and then we we come back, we came after Marcus Page hit the three, what? and then Chris Jenkins missed, you know, hit the, the three, who? and then we came back the following year, won it. I know you the know what? what I'm talking about. The Carolina basketball team. Michael or, Jordan's still there. Okay, so, so what I'm saying is, is, is let me let me let me bring the segue back for you. So what I'm saying is, is that the Bills are doing the same thing. Is that what you're trying to say? The Bills. The, the, um, the one thing though about football is it's a long season. You know, we're gonna look back when we're at week 12 and week 13. Uh, weeks one and weeks two seem like an eternity ago. You know, mm-hmm. so you, you have to stay healthy. You have to stay consistent and, uh, you know, you peak at the right time. Unless you're just a just a, a, a great team or great players. You know, you have teams like Kansas City. You have teams like, you know, uh, Brady, you know, um, in, in Tampa Bay. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like this time in about week 12, week 10, we'll, we'll see where things are. Because okay. actually this time mm-hmm. last year, you know, the Eagles yeah. were struggling a little bit. We were one and one. And, you know, I think we lost the next two. I think we went we, everybody heard that we. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a member of the team. So oh, you're. <laughs> oh, OK. We, I think we went, well, yeah, yeah. I'm an oh, is that we saw you second half uh, underneath the mascot yeah. uniform. Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. OK, because yeah. that's the only thing that they would allow <laughs> you to do. But I'm wondering, are we giving Leslie Frazier um, his flowers? I mean, first of all, I just I, and this is a for real moment, because when I think about Leslie Frazier and how I know that he felt after Houston did not go with him as head coach a couple years ago and they went with Cully and then uh-huh. last year did the interview uh, to be the Giants head coach. They go with the offensive coordinator, Brian, D- Brian Dayball. But yeah. after he had left the building, Morris, and this is the interview with the Giants, uh, I think by the time he had touched down, they had already named Brian Dable head coach. And, and when I talk about and, and and see, people don't remember the human side of this. And just let, let I can tell you on this podcast, that was extremely painful for Leslie Frazier. OK, extremely painful. And I so can, now I- for his defense to 31 and 10 against the Rams and then now 41 and seven against the Titans. Go ahead, Morris. Yeah, no, I can definitely understand that. I mean, I think Leslie has done a tremendous job in the NFL overall. I mean, he was a great defensive coordinator. He had a, you know, he had a brief stint, I think, with the Vikings as a head coach. It didn't work out. But a lot of times, you know, most of the – when you look at the Belichicks, the Carrolls, a lot of these guys who've been to the Super Bowl multiple times, you know, they, they didn't – it didn't work out their first opportunity and they got there their second. So I definitely think that uh, that Leslie Frazier is, is much deserving – of another opportunity as a uh, as as a head coach, and I think if the Vike if the if the Bills continue on this trajectory, and they they make the Super Bowl and, he, and they show out, I think he'll get another shot. You think he'll get another shot? I think another shot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I think we also have to talk about the impact of Von Miller. That that's huge, right? The I impact mean, of I mean, Von Miller. Von is Miller huge. Is, is huge to the but but they were also performing very very well. Even matter of fact. I believe that they were uh, number one against the pass, even after Tredavious White went down. They had Dane Jackson uh, come in there and still finished. I believe they were number two at the time, and then they finished the season number one against the pass. And now, just like Von Miller said to me in the locker room after that game, because I was at that opener at SoFi, he said they were already a good defense before I got here. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get them a rank. They, they, yeah, they were. I mean, they had the game last year against Kansas City. You know, in the bag. You know, for, unfortunately, uh, you know, certain things didn't work out. But they were already good defense, and sometimes, you know, you have certain players that put teams over the top. 
Yes. And then, well, look, I, I, I think that they are out for a vengeance. I think that they have a good chance of being in the Super Bowl. I think that we also have to make sure that you recognize Stefan Diggs, who when I think about the Vikings right now, obviously they played very well and Justin Jefferson is who he is. But when you think about the decision to let Stefan Diggs leave out of Minnesota with the way he's playing. Now. I mean, I heard folks on national television talking about Stefan Diggs is the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. That is over Justin Jefferson. That is over Devontae Adams. Do you agree with that? Well, listen, when you when you when you talk about who the best is, I mean, so many of mm. these cats are just, are just supremely talented. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say anyone's the best. I think scheme has a little scheme has something to do with that. Targets has something to do with that. Um, Why but, are you reluctant what? to say who's the best wide receiver? What is the problem? Because I, I mean, to say someone is the absolute best. I mean, what are we? I'm talking about at? playing I mean, at who's the best wide receiver in the league right now, and who you project I mean, to be over but, the season. But what, it's not hard. what are we? What what are we basing it on? What are we basing? Whatever how do, you, you want to base it on. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to okay, base well, it that, on. That makes it subjective. That makes it subjective and not objective. Subject. I mean, well, you know, it what, a, it's a subjective it, thing. I mean, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you want to base it on numbers, people say, "Well, Cooper Cup led the league in this and that and the other last year." And he, and you know, if you want that's a very good example, Morris. He is. That's a, what I'm saying. But I mean, it, it's but not, would I start? But would I start my team with Cooper Cup? I don't know. Would I, you? I don't know. I. I mean, he, he he does I have a start my team. He does. He have a does, but I, but I, I might, I might start, I might start my team with Justin Jefferson. I but, might start my team with AJ Brown. I might start it with with I might start with Devonte Adams. I mean, this. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, you know who's what? to say who is the best? You you bring up an interesting point because that when it comes to the best, it's also about knowing how to be able to perform under pressure. Okay, and I, one of the people who of the people that you mentioned, Cooper. Cooper Cup can perform under pressure. Justin Jefferson last night, a little, maybe a little bit different. You see what I'm saying? And, and and we could talk about Kirk Cousins, but perform under pre- Cooper. What? Yes, Cooper you Cup under me, pressure. What? I didn't see Justin Jefferson drop a ball last night. I'm not saying. I'm just I, when the ball when the ball. See, that's the thing. See, this is this is pitch and oh, catch. This okay. is not this is not throw the ball to yourself. This is not hike the ball, throw it up in the air, <laughs> then go get it yourself. Uh-huh. You have to uh-huh. get the opportunity. The quarterback has to get you the ball. And from what I saw last night, mm. from what I saw last night, all I can go what? by is what I saw. Uh-huh. It seems like the ball when 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 Kirk Cousins was throwing to Justin Jefferson, it yeah. seemed to be closer to Darius Slay than Justin <laughs> Jefferson. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's what I saw. I well, mean, we, we listen. Saying. We still have a few headlines to get to, but we've got a special guest in the backstage of the crew NYC coming up on the other side. It's your boy, Bucks linebacker Devin White in the building. Shut up, up. All right, everybody. Look who we have in the building. It is Bucks linebacker Devin White after the fresh 20 to 10 victory over the New Orleans Saints. What's up, Devin? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Oh, are you awake? I mean, you still got the frog in your voice? Well, what's going on <laughs> with that? Are you just trying to sound sound like Teddy Pendergrass? No, I'm up. I'm up. I'm you up. up? Oh, yeah. We've been get... up for a while. Hey, and go ahead and say hello to Morris Chestnut in the what's building. What's good, Devin? How you doing, man? You. What's up, Thank Morris? You. I'm good, man. 
Thanks for joining the show, man. Thanks for joining the show. Yes, well, we want to get right to it. I mean, listen, you guys have already started off two and nothing. And let me make sure I properly let y'all know what uh, Mr. Devin White is doing. He is leading the team in tackles and sacks already. We know what time it is in terms of you leading this Todd Bowles defense. has done an excellent job leading y'all, especially as, as far as going up against the run and all that, and we'll get into that. But go ahead and just give us your first impressions because you had quite a lot to say as far as um, getting this victory against your division rivals. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a team going in that we know we had to prepare extra for. A team mm-hmm. that had our has had our car, had our number every time since I've been in the NFL. You know, going on four years now. So, man, it was just extra motivation to go down there and get a win in a hostile environment. Yeah, now, I mean, some, go ahead, go ahead, Morris. Now, now people are making some. Uh, they're saying that you made some 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 comments after the game uh, regarding <laughs> regarding uh, Jameis Winston, who used to be your was he your former teammate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> what? What you, did, did you realize that that what you were saying was going to have this uh, this type of effect across the league and across the the media? I didn't realize it. Uh, you know, uh, transpire how it did, but. I knew I was speaking facts and the thing about me, you know, I'm going to give you the real. And, you know, he was my teammate. He a great friend of mine. But if I feel like, you know, uh, he's a guy that I know will turn the ball over because he's a big play quarterback. You know, I didn't get the harp on why I said it and, you know, kind of how I meant it. But, man, he's a big play quarterback, so he either can hit the home run or miss on the home run. So it's like a 50-50 chance. And I knew once we got a lead, He'll be trying to hit home runs to, you know, put his team back in the game. And, right. you know, that's all I meant by, you know, it wasn't no hearts. You know, at the end of the day, I still think he's a ultimate competitor. He's a gunslinger and he got a will to win, you know, just from his college days, you know, to watching him in the NFL. He always going to try to be the best version of, of himself. And, you know, the sky's the limit for him, but never was taking no shot as like, oh, he's not a great player. It was just, I know what type of player he is. It's just like myself, my flaw was a, he want to rush. He want to get sacks a lot, you know. So if somebody was to come out and say, oh, I know we could get Devin when he in man-to-man, you know, just block, like make the running back block and then release him, Devin going to blitz. That was my old flaw. And I'd be, you know, cool with somebody saying that. But I went back to the drawing board and I fixed that. So now it's not a problem here in uh, 2022. Well, listen, right. I, first of all, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being competitive, you know, going ahead and say some insight that you have. And and, and I, I'll get into my experience with that as a D1 athlete myself, Morris, you know, oh my you God. know, running track to the target. Hey, do they have, they have, they have Batman? <laughs> is, is basket weaving in a sport in college? Nah, I ain't no, I think so. I ran track. I understand what it's like to be oh in lane four, God. turn over to lane five and whoop at the person next to you, not because it's disrespectful. But you just, you know, letting them know what time yeah. it is, what's about to happen. But I, I don't but, think intramurals don't count. Uh, first of all, what'd you say? Intramural track don't count. Intramural track, I don't think so with the with the ACC Carolina. But I do, I do want to inform people what you did say, and then and I, and I appreciate the the cleanup that you're you're giving right now. He said, "quote I mean, when Jameis left our team, everybody know what he did last year, and we feel like we had a great defense then. And you know, he threw thirty picks. You know, we just knew he would give us the ball. We knew the running backs. You know, would cough it up. You know, that's something we came in talking about. We want thirty turnovers as a ball club ourselves." So it was just another game to attack the ball. And I know you're referring to when Jameis uh, was the quarterback of the team in 2019, 33 touchdowns, 
30 interceptions. But to Jameis's defense, before he got hurt last year, the team was five and two. Okay, and he had 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. So, I mean, under Sean Payton, uh, Devin White, he was cleaning up some, right? Yeah, I don't think he was taking too many deep, you know, shots. You know, I think mm. uh, if you go back and watch Drew Brees, you know, he was, uh, you know, throw the slant, throw the quick hitch, throw the quick out guy, get the ball out of his hand, throw it to Alvin Kamara in space. And you don't have opportunity to catch picks because the ball's not being pushed down the field very fast. And mm. I think um, that was the thing with Sean Payton, you know, but obviously Sean Payton not there no more. So it, things kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And which I think, and which I think is, I'm glad you had an opportunity to to, to elaborate on what you were saying because it, it makes complete sense. You know, Jameis is a he's a he's a he's a quarterback that likes to go for the big run. He likes to go for the big score. You know, he throws the ball down the field, and you know, the further you throw the ball down the field, the better chance you have of getting picked off. So I say I understand exactly what you're saying. But let me ask you this: Did you guys expect? The dog fight. I mean, the Saints has kind of been your nemesis within your division for a minute now, right? Did you guys expect that dog fight? Oh, um, man, we always going in there knowing there's going to be a game of, like, who give up the first big play first. You know, whoever really give up that first big play when you're going back and forth, you know, kind of stoning them on each side, you know, allowing them just three points, whoever give up that first big play, we know mm. that's going to be the team that's going to probably lose the ball game. And they gave it up, and we didn't give it up. So, we kind of knew what it was uh, at that moment, but we knew it was going to be a fourth quarter fight. You know, Ty Bulls came in the game, said we don't took a lot of their punches in the past. Now mm. we got to start swinging back. So it was just that type of mentality going into the game. And, and speaking of swinging back, let's talk about it because obviously, and and I and I do think people mistakenly were calling it a brawl, and and me included, I tweeted it that way just because I I was at the game in Baltimore and I saw people calling. I didn't see the video, so I actually need to correct that on Twitter. It was not a brawl, but tell me, you know, what your thoughts were of how things just kind of evolved. Obviously, with you know. Um, Tom uh, Brady and Leonard Fournette talking to uh, Lattimore. Mike Evans comes in, shoves him down, and then we hear the news that Mike Evans, your reaction to that, suspended for a game just because of the repeat offender notion of having got into it five years before. Yeah, I mean, like when you're in a game of such magnitude of people who just constantly going at it and you're not, you're not having your way in the game on either side, like, I feel like a lot of emotions are flaring. You know, you don't get certain calls or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it was a lot of chirping going on. But I think one thing about Mike Evans, he's going to defend his brother. Mm. Like, it don't, like that's mm-hmm. the guy you want to go to war with. Like, he's going to always have your back. And I respect a guy like that. Like, you can't even be mad at him for having his quarterback back. And, you know, you know the way he handled it, maybe he could have handled it better. Who knows? Who knows how he was feeling? Who knows where his emotions was at the time? You know, I, he felt like he did what was best for him. And, you know, just as a teammate, I got to support my guy. You know, I ain't going to go to the media and say he was well, wrong. Or woo, woo. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to ride with my guy. So, at the end of the day, man, I'm on his side, however he feel. You know, he's a man. He's going to take his suspension like a man, whatever the case may be. So, or a woman. I mean, every, well, you know, we're talking about a man's head right now. He's going to take it like a man. You know, right. you know he's going to come back. He's going to come back even better, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, he's a uh, a key role in what we do in this organization. And, man, he's a great guy. So, I mean, I respect him uh, standing up for his brother. So now, so now tell me this. Tell me a little bit about this. So right now, I mean, you're a beast, man. You're running a 4-4. You're all over the field getting sacks and doing everything. And, you you know, you guys won the Super Bowl. Last year, I, I'm, I'm sure it left a, a bad taste in your mouth that, you know, uh, you guys, you know, you didn't advance 
to the Super Bowl last year. But is that do you guys are you guys back as hungry as you were two seasons ago? Do you, you know? Do you how are you now? Where people are talking about you know the Rams or the Vikings or maybe even the Eagles after last night? What do you do? You guys feel like you're being disrespected, overlooked? What are your thoughts? Um, I say we is just as hungry as when we won it. You know, last year, you know, on the course to go win it again, we had so many injuries at key, at key, um, at key roles on the team. You know, so many mm-hmm. people was getting hurt that we really, really needed. You know, as far as defense, we didn't play with our full defense on the field until the playoffs. So just imagine how out of sync we were in. You know, in offense, obviously we had the AB controversy. Uh, right. Chris Godwin got hurt. Uh, Grunt was hurt. Everybody was banged up. And obviously in this league, it's a a availability league. You know, whoever's available at the end, they have a greater shot at winning it all. So when when we lost, we lost to the Rams by three points. Right. And they was a team to go on to win it all. So (laughs) we were still right in the thick of it. So we was always competitive with a lesser team than we went into the season with. And this year right now, if you go watch the Saints game, we didn't have Chris Godwin. We didn't have Julio Jones. We didn't have our left tackle. Leonard Fournette playing with a bad uh, hamstring. Russell Gage playing with a bad hamstring. Like, we still not up to part. But this year, we trying to hold it down on the defense. We trying to just make our defense be so good where if the offense having problems, we can carry it. So I think that's the different mindset that we got going into this season that we always had. Usually we was like, we got a lot of star power. They're going to hold it down, give Brady the ball. He's going to do what he got to do. Now it's like, don't let nobody else score. And we get three points, seven points, ten points, we can win the game. So it's just got to go out there and dominate, kind of like a a Baltimore Ravens defense is go out there and dominate, right? Yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, just to speak of your defense, and I do want to go back to something because uh, before Todd Bowles got there, you guys ranked 24th against the run, uh, allowing 123 point. Now, now you guys are number one against the run, allowing 82.7. I, I was they. in college. Yes, 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 yes. yes. They, they, they. <laughs> I mean, you guys, as in the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks. That's right. That's right. The point is, I'm giving y'all y'all's props. You know, being Levante David, Devin White in the building. 19 tackles, three sacks. But really quick, I got to go back to this real real quick because I want to get your opinion on this. I was talking about this on Twitter, you know, especially when you're talking about the whole Mike Evans situation with the one-game suspension. When you look at what happened in the joint practice between the Bengals uh, and the Rams and the whole thing with Aaron Donald and the two helmets in the league saying it's, it's been like this. It is the rule that they do not in- get involved with discipline when things happen at uh, when things happen in practice versus, you know, what happened in y'all's game. You know, it, 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 it's a shove. Now, obviously, you know, he, he walked away, came back. It, it's a shove. But how do you think about that? you know, uh, separation there with the uh, focus on player safety, disciplining that league versus the team doing it versus when it comes to practice versus a game. Yeah, man, I feel like it's all in that same nature. Like, mm. you got to protect – if you're going to protect them at practice, protect them in the game. You're going to protect them in the game, protect them in practice, especially when you know they're going against uh, other ball clubs, you know, not even their own people. So just mm. far as Mike Evans, you know, he didn't throw a punch. You know, mm. if he he shoved them pretty hard, but at the end of the day, man, I think you know, uh, suspending him is unnecessary. You know, but who am I? I can't overturn none. But you know, I think it's very unnecessary. He didn't get into a just a fist fight brawl or whatever. Um, so man, I push guys on the field all the time after plays. You know, during plays, pushing them <laughs> out of bounds, trying to tackle them. So if that's the case, man, I think I don't think it's fair. But 
You know, at the end of the day, I would have said just find them because, you know, the NFL wants your money anyway. So find them and let them play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and really quickly, too, just to ask you, obviously, one thing people have been talking about, you're on the defensive side, but offensive side with Tom Brady, you know, coming in and leading you all as a general. You guys are 2-0, and um, obviously won the Super Bowl uh, contenders last year as well. But, you know, I want you to really just quickly talk about as an athlete, balancing personal and professional when you people sometimes forget you guys are athletes when you're playing out there Sunday, Thursdays or Mondays or what have you, but just talk about the challenge of that, even for yourself personally and how you feel overall as a leader, um, Tom Brady is done as a, as a general of this team handling that himself. Oh, I just say, man, you know, him being one of the biggest icons in sports, but him coming into the locker room and being a great teammate, a people's person, somebody that you can, you know, reach out to, if, if you watch him, you mm-hmm. know, the way he come to work and the way he prepares himself, he's all about the team. If you mm-hmm. watch out the, uh, after a victory, he can have a great game. He always posts all his teammates, you know, all their mm-hmm. good plays during the game. And that just lets mm-hmm. you know, like, it's never by self. So, man, just seeing him lead by example in that way, I think I think it's a huge, you know, uh, test, you know, for guys like myself, younger guys, just watching him give glory to the people around him because he know he don't make it work by himself. So I think I think that's really huge on how he do that. When you say he posted, where does he post it? On his Instagram. If you go look oh, on his Instagram okay. at the games, he okay. always posts like so like he'll post like, oh, the defense was hungry. Like he'll post like sacks or picks or whatever. It ain't never just about himself after yeah, a victory. That's a true leader. Oh, and last and last question. Well, you guys got the Green Bay Packers coming up next. Aaron Rodgers mm. <laughs> coming into town. We can't let you leave without talking about Aaron. They started off a little rocky last year after your Jameis Winston Saints beat them week one of last year. Now they're coming into town. They feel like they've uh, tweaked some things. They got it going a little bit. Sands, Devontae Adams working with, you know, the new uh, weapons right now. I know you haven't got into your installation yet, but you are familiar with Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Um, I think he's a... Uh a great quarterback, a great competitor. You know, uh, I think um, losing Devontae Adams really hurts their scheme. You know, mm. offensively, I think now they're going to be a little more um, run heavy on the two backs they got. They got two good backs in um, Dylan and Jones. So I feel like it's a game where I got to come alive. I got to go, uh, you know, meet force with force and try to uh, stop those guys from making big plays. And it's a good game. It's a good test, you know. Obviously, for myself and Levante David, we get to go, go against a great uh, running style. You know, last week, I think them boys ran for – they probably had over 200 yards of the offense last week. So, I mean, that, that's, that's what I like to see. You know, when I turn on the clip, like, hey, them boys running the ball, I'm finna get some action. You know, some games <laughs> can get boring when you got mm-hmm. Peter Vale and Akeem Hicks and Nacho Clock sitting out. in the front of me. Games can mm-hmm. get boring, but not this one. I think they're going to stay true to who they are, and they're going to try to uh, get those guys going early. Well, so it's safe to say yeah, it's yeah. safe to say you're gonna lead the league in tackles, or lead the team in tackles next week too, right? You gotta, yeah, you I'm, definitely hard gonna lead, I'm definitely gonna lead the team in tackles this week, but <laughs> hey, hopefully hey. I get a lot of tackles for losses. The game. There you go. Oh, there, there you go. go. But, but Morris, go. I did want go. you to see who, who's on your t-shirt right now. I'm sorry, who's on your t-shirt, Devin? Can you can you lean back a little bit? Who's That's that? Michael Jordan. Oh, Straight okay, up. okay, okay. That, that would be for the Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, is that what that is? I just want to I just want to point that out. I just want to point that out. Listen, Devin, we appreciate you coming into the crew. Hey, listen, and Devin, before you leave, I want you to go ahead and tell you are watching the crew crib. This is Devin White. You are watching the crew crib, and this is Devin White. Oh, right. We appreciate you. Thank you for hopping on. All right. right, I'll see you week four when you play against the Chiefs. Have a good one. All All right. All right. Bye. 
All right, we're going to have a quick huddle discussion after that fabulous, fabulous, fabulous uh, interview with Devin White. We appreciate him Devin jumping White into the crew. Point. Oh, yeah, he was on point. on point, very insightful. So looking forward to everybody else hearing that as well. Uh, really quickly, I want to talk about the Colts, Oh, one and one The Colts, mm -hmm. with Matt Ryan, decided to bring in Matt Ryan after they gave your boy, Carson Wentz, the boot, which is basically what Jim Ursay did because uh, he, was, he, was, he was lamenting it on social media. I felt like I felt it coming. But right now he has one touchdown, four interceptions. And um, people were asking on, on Twitter, was, was Jim Ursay, the owner, going to just go ahead and, and fire everybody after this game? So far, no one's fired, although it's, it's still early Tuesday when we're taping this show. Uh, what right. is going on with the Colts, Morris? You know, it's an interesting thing. I mean, I think the, the, the Colts for, for some time, you know, I think they have some issues on their, their offensive line. Um, and, and quite frankly, it doesn't seem as if, uh, Matt Ryan still has it. Um, you know, I think, uh, Atlanta moved on, um, they, they moved on with Marcus Mariota. Um, mm -hmm. so I think that was, that was, that could have been a sign. Um, in addition to that, I mean, now it's, you know, I think Frank Reich has to make some adjustments. I mean, you start off, you start off the season with, with one loss and one tie against the Jaguars and the Texans who, you know, in the past few years have been pretty much at, you know, not not in the top half of the league. Um, so I think I think Frank Reich has to has to has to make some adjustments. Um, but should the coach, should they have known should they have known this about Matt Ryan or or, or did they jump too quick on Carson or, or what are they right? Or are they or are there just not enough quarterbacks, you know, to really choose from? I mean, outside of. Colin Kaepernick being out there. I know people will jump on me for that, but go ahead. Yeah, hindsight, hindsight is 2020. Um, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people will say that they did, you know, they, they moved too quickly on Carson, but I think if you feel that, you know, you just have to win one game in the last two games of the season last year, and then you lose at Jacksonville, or was it the Texans? They lost the games last year. I mm -hmm. think that's where they, they had to make move, but I think what they really should be thinking about is having some consistency in the locker room at the quarterback position. You know, mm. Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers. Carson oh, should they call Philip Rivers? They should call back Philip Rivers. Uh, no, no. I'm saying they, they should. I mean, they, I mean, they're having these quarterbacks come in one year, two year. Jacoby Brissett. You know, they're having these pe these quarterbacks come That's in. True. They need to build Good some point. consistency at the at the quarterback position. You, you know, you can't play musical chairs at the most important position in all of sports. Is the mm -hmm. quarterback. So you need to get some consistency in there. But I think now they'll probably look forward to the draft. Um, and dra the draft is all, it's only, it's only week. We only going on a week three. You, you looking forward to the draft? Are you at the draft with the Colts more? Is that the draft? I think Make the sure you remember this. We can roll back these clips. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think the Colts need to be looking forward to the draft. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately, okay. you look, uh, unfortunately, took, I, took time guys to evaluate Jalen Hurts, but after two weeks, the Colts need to be looking forward to the draft. Only be only, only because, only because, yes. So Tom Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they won the Super Bowl that same year. That very seldomly happens. You know, you have to build some consistency at the quarterback position. Tampa Bay also had a great defense. You have some great skill position players. They had a team that was built for that. I don't think the Colts are, the Colts are, are, are built for that. They have a great running back. You know, have some good receivers and Pittman from USC straight up. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that they have the team. They, they had a defense. The defense isn't performing well. I know they're missing some key players there. 
it's just going to be tough, particularly in that division, for them to really compete. Okay, and you're right. Jack, Jack Leonard has not uh, played since the season started, had the back injuries, uh, surgery in the offseason, so they are missing him. He was your 2018 Rookie of the Year, three-time Pro Bowler. Jonathan Taylor did get off for 161 rush yards uh, in the game against Houston, just nine carries for 54. And, of course, missing perhaps Matt Eberflus, who's now the head coach of the Bears. He was the defensive coordinator, though they did bring on Stephon Gilmore from the Panthers. And I, and I, and I will say this, uh, you know, it – does look like you know mm. when the season started i would say that they had the best quarterback in the division mm. you know and listen i'm i'm, be, I'm a little be a little facetious when i'm saying it's too late for them and it's still early the division's not strong but they have to figure something out they have mm. to figure something out oh so you are being facetious so now we are admitting yeah. that you're being facetious okay well let's move on to our final well, their, division, their, div- their division is facetious i mean they don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't have any, oh you could not like, you could help any, like, yourself but to yeah, take a final shot on yeah, the way out final yeah. take everybody <laughs> oh well, it's that time of the show where we're getting ready to wrap up. Morris has not made me any breakfast, offer me anything this morning. It's on, that, no, it's on the, okay. on, it's on the way. It's, it's in the mail. It's on the it's way? The I so, hope yeah, it's not being mail. done in the air fryer. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, that's, yeah, you know that's right. So I'm going to go ahead and give what the game I'm looking forward to because this is actually my game. Okay. Um, you know, I actually get to kind of pick the game so that's I think that's very cool I appreciate that at CBS um, and we were right. struggling between Bucks Packers or Bills Dolphins Morris but ultimately I picked Bills Dolphins and I think that is the game of the week I think that is a game of the week I mean that that game right there is gonna you know it's still early in the season it's gonna you know but you, you it's gonna give the team the upper hand on this could possibly be you know, a playoff matchup, you know, later on in the year. So, uh, you know. Are you disagreeing that it's a game of the week? No, it's game of the week. No, for oh, sure. Oh, okay. For sure. okay it's, I, yeah, it's, okay. It's, you have two okay. uh, undefeated teams, you know, on a, on an upward trajectory. You have, uh, you know, two on those boys and, 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 and Tyreek Hill and Waddle. They, those boys are balling out. Then you have Buffalo, who ain't no joke. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that game. However, how, oh, I will say another game. I was, however, however, <laughs> there is another game that I think it's 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 just very important on the opposite ends, and I'm mm-hmm. talking about two zero and two teams who expected to make the playoffs. I would say the Raiders and the Titans. Um, I will say officially, the loser of this game does need to look forward to the draft because I don't think that I don't think the the odds are in their favor if one if they start off zero and three. They're not going to make the playoffs, particularly the Raiders in their division, which is so tough. So that's a game that I'll be looking forward to with both teams. You do realize that there's an extra game in the season. So there's an extra game to rebound. And especially for the Raiders, the head coaches, Mick Daniels, who has how many rings? I think it's six. I think it's I think he has six rings. Yeah, but you're going to you can't go 0 and 3 in division with the Chiefs. And the Chargers, um, mm. you know, I, I just think. And then there's just the AFC. The AFC in general, when you have teams like Buff- Buffalo starting off two and zero, Miami two and zero, yeah, you, know, you got to make. Yeah, yeah, everyone has to make it through healthy, exactly. But now you're when you start off zero and three, your margin for error is much is much more slim. It's much more narrow. Um, you know, you cannot have any. Your quarterback can't miss any game. You know, if you start off three and oh, okay, we lose our quarterback for a game or two, we can still be in the mix. But you start off on three, 
your margin for error is just like extremely so narrow. Did, so what, was my game your game to watch? Is is my game your game to watch? Uh, your game. Or, 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 or is it or only is because you'll be there? Only because you'll be there. I mean, you could say Bucks Packers. You could tell me I was wrong. Um, you know what? I I, I would have, you know. I mean, I, it's, I it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you, you know, can't. It is Tom that. Brady. It is Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. But uh, from a skill position standpoint, I mean, uh, the Brady's receivers. There, I mean, especially if 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 Mike if Evans is not playing, he, if he's suspended, I mean, uh, uh, and then you have you have Julio. He's appealing. You have Julio. Julio Jones is is was injured last game. Um, uh, Godwin's injured. I mean, all his skill position players are injured, even Fournette. And then you know Brady. I mean, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers with the with the young receivers, and it's it's just not. It just doesn't have the doesn't have that 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 attraction that it that it would normally have. Like it had when uh, when Brady went into Green Bay and and, and whooped up on him. Oh, okay. Well, I see. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Morris Chestnut is agreeing with your girl. I'm agreeing Agree- with you, yes. Agree- for, once, <laughs> for once. It don't happen often. But for once we agree. Well, you know, I, I am but I am right often. So that that's just the thing. You know, if you have to you uh, want to get some I, I think you mm. you know what it is? I think you're feeling good because your Eagles won. So you came up here soft. I, I really wanted to have Brian Urlacher on here to bring you down. He will matter of fact, Brian Urlacher will be joining us throughout the season, folks. So make sure you tune in. in. But he will jump on, bring you back down the side because Cooper Rush did do good for the Dallas Cowboys. Just I'm just saying. So you don't and the Giants. So you're not running away with it, Morris, in the NFC East. Just to no, listen, you. listen, okay. listen. I'm more concerned. I'm concerned about the Commanders and the Giants more than I am. <laughs> That's, and we were going to get on Fred. He, he yeah, escaped we're, a yeah, whole Fred, bunch Fred, of butt whoopings. Today. Like I said, I would be sleeping in a fetal position today too if I was Fred. <laughs> He's in the bed, sleep somewhere in the fetal yes. position. But yeah, but Brian, you know, look. Brian, uh, I'm, I'm looking for Brian. Me and B, we have to talk about some things. We have to talk about the East. We have to yes. see what's going on. Yes. And they have a big game themselves this weekend. When do so, you guys uh, play we'll the Cowboys? When do you guys play the Cowboys? It doesn't really even matter. I mean, oh, I, does it, it even matter? Oh, okay. Does, Wait, look, does it really even oh, matter? Cooper Rush better not come up in the link and serve y'all some business, because I because I will go back and find that clip and just and re- listen, <laughs> listen. Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush played. Cooper Rush played very well, but I don't think what he did is sustainable. If they don't get Zeke Elliott going, if they don't get that run game going, I don't think what he's doing is sustainable. Okay. Well, you heard it here on Morris. Feel free to chime in on the comments. We are going to put this on yes. Twitter. That's where you can find us on our social medias, on his social, my social, and Fred Smoot. And be sure to check out thecrewnyc.com. Our next show dropping on Friday with Zion Clark. A very, very profound and insightful interview there. So, yeah. Morris Chestnut. Fre- Please, he is not Jeezy. Fred Smoot, <laughs> who was not here. Josina yeah. Anderson, I'm your girl. Yeah. We out. We out.